Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. So we're going to start with Thanksgiving. So just anything that you're thankful for that God did in 2023, it's just a symphony of all kinds of things that God did. And uh, this was a year there was lots of different things that God did. And um, so I, I, I'm not going to start because you guys hear me all the time. So who wants to go first? Okay. I don't know what I'm going to say, actually. <laughs> I'm so thankful. Like, I had a different kind of year this year because um, Mike and I finished a renovation, and um, just with worship, I've been growing in, like, more leadership, actually. I feel like God's working on my heart in the area of, like, like stepping up, being confident, actually. Confident. You were talking about confident in yourself. Confident. Um, so I've been growing in confidence, which is really cool. And I'm just so thankful just for just what God, like, how he's growing me and the way that he's bringing me into just a newness, like a newness of, um, like there is something about being confident when you've never been confident before. Like even just being up here speaking, like this isn't something that I would normally do. And definitely being up there leading is not something that was on my radar, like to be leading. <laughs> so, but like, I, I don't know, there's something really unique about what God's done with me this year and, and with Mike, actually, and with us both. And one thing I really appreciate is just learning to grow as a team as well. Like, I'm really thankful for that. Like, just, you know, like, I mean, you and I have sang before, but like, just as a team working together and just growing in that way. So I'm really thankful for just what God's doing in our in our lives. And, and I'm just so thankful for my church, like, I was just talking to somebody yesterday, or two days ago, and um, it was just somebody that we knew from actually a church that we used to go to before 20 years ago, <laughs> and um, I was kind of looking for a church, and I was like, oh, I just, I love my church, and I do, I say this to everybody, but like, I do, I love my church, I'm growing with my church, and I just, um, I just want to say I'm thankful for my church, and I love you guys, and I don't know how much you want, <laughs> but <laughs> there. We love you, too. I am thankful this uh, for this past year for the love of God. Um, as everybody knows, we had a prior church without trash, but we got a new church now. <laughs> in the in the midst of everything that we had gone through and that, uh, I always tell people you got to look for the good and the bad, and. It was a learning experience for me because I was able to see different places in my life that was bad, that was wrong. And I was able to see that through all this mess that we've been going through. All 
never say anything bad again about Main Transport because they're taking us back again. And there's a handful of people, a handful of drivers that'll be going into California. We're one of them. So through standing in faith and with God, we're getting that new truck that we're getting. We never lost faith in God. We went with another company. We were making some money for a good four months. And I learned to appreciate my other company a little bit better. <laughs> um, in the midst of all the darkness that we had gone through, we ended up selling our house. And we got a new one. And all this time, we didn't have a truck. But we stood on faith, stood that God had us. He had something better for us. You look through the storm, and you'll see the sun coming out on the other side. But yeah. I want to try and sum that up. I am thankful for God, for this church, for the pastors, for my friends, new and old, new connections that I got this year, new house that I can entertain in and don't push it, but maybe a ladies weekend sometime coming soon. <laughs> uh, I got to get back on my feet again in the truck, but new truck with three pedals, a new house that I can meet everybody in and we can all have fun, I hope. Party at their house tonight, so. All right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a delicious dinner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I am so thankful that we have kids coming. I'm so thankful for our family. So thankful for my parents and my parents' kids here. And um, just see, like, how God moves ahead of you to meet your needs like in in amazing ways that he did that for us and I see him doing it in different people's lives and um, even just like and you'll get to hear from my dear friend Marie getting baptized like I'm just so thankful for her and thankful that like what I've been able to learn with her about God and the character of God and how he doesn't like miss a step He's just, he's right there, even when you don't know what the next step is. Like, he's right there. So I left the hospital last fall, and oh, I'm thankful for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, started a new business, and I was like, okay, we don't know what we're doing, but we just trusted God. And then, you know, we're, you know, if there was a month that we weren't sure, Okay, I pray God, we're just, it's in your hands. You have to bring in the right things. And then he would, he gave me like contracts with hospitals to teach there. It was just so, like, finances are a small thing to the Lord. A small, small thing. But that's just one way he's a step ahead. But I see him a step ahead in like where our heart is. Do we know him more? And like, um, just seeing, um, like different miracles in people's lives of like healing and stuff 
<coughs> even at like the round ranch things, I've always said, God, I just want to see you heal. Like, I want to see you bring wholeness in people's lives. Like, you know, people can be healed of, of sickness and things like that, but there's a wholeness that needs to come when they know Christ because he is the life. And so, like, we've seen that, like, in Sarah Storm's life and different ones at, at Rounds Ranch. Like, this guy we knew had autism and a brain injury and addiction. He got, like, a new brain, went to the doctor, had a had an assessment. The doctor said, you get a new, you have got, like, a new brain. Here's your driver's license, man. Like, that kind of thing that I would say, God, I want to see in you. And that's a small thing to a big God. So, Anyways, that's what I'm thankful for is that he's a step ahead and we get to worship him in the splendor of his holiness because he's so big. And it's not even just about how he meets our needs. It's about how awesome Jesus is and that we get to really know him. And so that's what I'm thankful. I'm thankful for so many things. Here you go. Yeah. I'm thankful for a lot of things too, but the most thankful thing that I'm thankful for this year is all right here. This is it right here, guys. No, like, and I'm really thankful. Like, I mean, God gave us twins, so like, it's fantastic, you know, like being able to uh, think about that. The first, the first night we even found out that news, Carrie and I were up, not sleeping, not because we were worried, because we were excited. (laughs) The worry bar (laughs) doesn't come right away. but, amen, like, you know, God provided in all the different things that Carrie was talking about, and God's going to provide still going forward. And uh, it's leaning on him and trusting not on ourselves and not on our circumstance and believing that that will take place, right? But then also putting our hands to hard work as well, too, and other things that are also needed, right, along with your faith. But, um, but yeah, so that's one really cool thing. And just, like, it's really cool because just even, you know, we were able to start putting our place together a little bit more now that Christmas is over and um, and just like all the things that are happening there, like just to try to put everything together, like we're going to, you know, where we're living, we're going to be able to make it all work and we're excited about like just having that family time and just being able to, you know, just cherish all the little moments we're going to have with our kids and stuff like that and so yeah so there's so many things to be thankful for and so many things that I may not get up <laughs> this year ne- next year depending on if I'm chasing kids or doing or I won't be chasing them but I mean you know be holding them or doing whatever um, so just know okay if we are doing this next year I am thankful for, <laughs> for, for a lot of things I might be busy being thankful doing a lot of those things and so yeah amen one more thing just about God being a step ahead so talking about like setting up for the place and like everything was a mess yesterday and I was like oh, God, you're so nice and like your mom came over but I know she's so busy and guess who showed up yeah so just thankful Yay. like God knows the whisper of your heart you know so just so thankful amen takes care of our needs so we said uh thankful for what God has done for me and sometimes when I sit down and I think tears well up in my eyes and if you see me cry it's because I'm just thankful God has been so so good so so good since 2019 
it's been like a storm. I was just plunged in there. But one thing I've learned, and even today I was thinking, I said, Lord, in spite of how hard the storm rages sometimes, one thing I am sure of, I can always say, God has been there with me. He never left me. And the brother said, you look through the storm, you see the light on the other end. But you know what? You cannot stop in the storm. No matter how hard it is and how rough it feels, and you feel like, well, I've reached my end. No, you have not. God will not give you what you cannot manage. And whatever it puts you in, be grateful and be proud of it because he knows that you can go through it. So you just keep going. And I'm just thankful. I don't know what um, a couple hours, which takes us into 2024, will bring. But one thing I know, God will be there with me. And that gives me strength. And I'm not going to say, oh, it was so rough. Yeah, it was. But God has been there. And sometimes you can only see him when he pulls you aside. Because life gets so busy, and sometimes you get so wrapped up in yourself, and you have so much things to do. But when he pulls you aside and he's teaching you a lesson that you've never have taught or learned before. And I'm just thankful. I I'm telling you, just saying thankful is an understatement, but God knows my heart. I'm really, really thankful that God has been with me and he has kept me. And even when I feel like this is it, no. There's another journey that you take and he takes them every time with me. And friends, you just keep trusting God. Whatever holds in 2024, God holds it for you. Amen. Um, I think for me and my relationship with God, I'm just so thankful for his faithfulness. I think that's always been a theme throughout my whole life is just how faithful he is through just what Rosetta was talking about, through storms, through the ups and downs of life, that he's just faithful through it all. And um, one of the things I'm really thankful for is um, just God's really been giving me songs lately, which has been really cool and really just a new area of my life that I didn't. It was so funny. Jess and I were talking when they started coming. She's like, I did not imagine that I'd be marrying a guy that's writing songs. Like she didn't even, I didn't see it coming. We both didn't see it coming. It was just a really cool thing that God did this year and even just the opportunity to be able to share them with you guys in church has been really exciting <laughs> I hear some people where they're like who's singing like who's that like and I'm just on the drums singing <laughs> and, uh, so it's it's been really just a really cool experience and um, yeah I'm just wow I'm just so blessed to have an amazing uh, family in my father and mother-in-law um, and also in my own family as well. I'm just so thankful. Um, yeah, just, like, I don't know. Just this year was tough for us financially, I think. It's probably been our hardest year. And um, just to see, again, God's faithfulness through that and just him being the provider and showing me that I don't have to do it myself, that I can rely on him, that I can trust him. And, um, yeah, it's definitely means a lot. So anyway. I'll pass it on. Amen. 
just have to thank God. <laughs> uh, I love what he's done. When I look at, at the beginning of the year, we said new thoughts, new dreams, new ways, new seasons. And I, I get the privilege of hearing a lot of your stories of the things that you've all gone through throughout the year. And it's not saying, um, I just see all the newness that God has done in our lives and in everybody's lives at the church, and I love that. Um, the, the one thing that I have been meditating on this month that's really, I wasn't expecting it. So when I was thinking of new thoughts at the beginning of the year, I thought, oh, you know, I'll get some brainy idea of what to do, you know, something new thought. And I wasn't realizing that at my age, you get um, stuck in some of your ways you think and that God actually through the process of some of the things that you have to go through like Rosetta was saying even some of those storms that you go through when God is by your side he teaches you and trains you even new thoughts and new new ways of even thinking through a process and so I I'm thankful for that I look at my life and I think yeah God I have grown up a bit this year in you and I just like that because eternity we will be forever learning and growing and our our problems the Bible says are just momentary those will cease to exist but our continually growing and learning and our thought will continually be new and so I love that about God and I'm really excited about what he has for this year. And I just, I, like I, when it says that he renews, um, like that um, newness of life, you know, I'm excited because I, I feel newness of life on the inside. And when we take time with him, regardless of those things that we are going through, he always springs up newness of life in us. And it starts here and here. I just love God. Hi to all my friends. Lots of them. <laughs> so this is uh, one year ago today. Now I'm alive. And I can talk. And I understand in my, my mind and everything. And God is a, an amazing, amazing God. We can, you can never know how much he's in and what happens. And uh, what I thought, well, in order for this to happen to me, he must have given me something he wanted me to do today, right? To go on. And um, I taught that many times, you know, I used to do this and do that and plan everything and do it. But I said, he, uh, he must have something for me today to do it. And because he stayed close to me and um, uh, I was, I was uh, in 
all my friends helped me so much. And I, I was there. I was in the hospital about 12 weeks, 12 days. I, I think I was. And, and when I reached the first few days, I said to the Lord, how I can't really talk properly, pro pro properly, okay? I can't even now not every, all the words, but every so often, I can't remember what it is. I uh, say it different ways, right? So I said to him, how do I, how am I going to go ahead in, in what I'm doing now? And why have you brought me back? <laughs> in other words. So he said, um, well, I'll help you. You stay with me. And every night, I had a, a, a nice room and in the, in the, uh, beside the uh, window. It, it, there was a lot of snow in there every night. And it was white and bright out there. And I could see him standing out there. Right? And it was a very bright blue, um, shining, color and, and bright and just, just like a, like a uh, dark blue and on his head and he was there and it's like he was watching me the whole night. Oh, he was there every night with me and I'd look out there and I'd see him and so forth. So he, I said one time, how, how am I going to learn how to speak properly now? And he says, well, I'll tell you and I'm, I say, get your, your, your Bible, which you have with you always, and he said, take it out and read out loud and pronounce the name. And as you say it out loud and you wear that, everyone I would do that would sound right. Hmm? It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And so the more, so I started in, in the beginning and started reading the different Bible, the different uh, pa pa passions. And, and so I thought, okay. And it got much better. And I felt I could talk again. <laughs> Anytime I couldn't come up with the right word or what was was, I'd go and get the Bible and I'd go to the right place. <laughs> but um, so now, as I say, this is exactly one year. Right? And remember, this is one year ago. And I've gone through so many things because it's it's helped me with my two daughters who do not live here in Canada, and I had one come and help me and go through everything. And the other one, she was on the uh, telephone and everything every day with the doctors from where she lives in Florida. She got, they all got to know my daughters at the hospital, all the doctors. <laughs> and he would tell them and he would explain them and because she knows a lot of these things. And so she'd be there and seeing every day what they're doing to their mother and what is happening to them and everything. So we got so close, and which I had, uh, I'd been away with them for so many years, uh, back up in Canada, long time, and that made a big difference in our relationship too. Okay, it made such a big relationship in both of their relationships, and it was a time that gave me a time that I wouldn't have had otherwise, and either with a lot of my my friends even, okay, and so it just makes the difference. God is big. Anyone else want to share? Of course not. <laughs> All right. 
So there's so many things to be thankful for this year. Um, to narrow it down is pretty difficult. Um, but one of the things that I think even just over this Christmas holiday that made me thankful is just for the salvation and freedom I have in Christ. Um, a lot of times when you look at your family and you see the things that they're going through and you see how they're trying to cope with it, <laughs> but it doesn't really work, <laughs> you know, and they try all sorts of different things and you're just like, man, it's, it's incredible. I found this freedom in Christ, this gift that I have in Christ. It's like, it is the answer. And if they could only see it, if they could only see it, it's like, it's like the veil that has to be lifted off of their eyes, you know? And so it's like, I'm just so thankful. Um, I'm so thankful for the salvation that I have in Christ. I'm thankful that he's been such a good father. Um, and uh, that's been one thing just over my life. Those of you that know, not having a father, there's, there's always things that come up in different seasons. Um, and you're just like, man, man, I wish I had my father here. But, but, but my heavenly father, like, teaches me. You know, he teaches me so many different ways through different, different people he's brought in my life, different friends, different, different ones through his word, through, through his Holy Spirit. Just so many opportunities where the Holy Spirit has taught me so many different things um, that has brought me to this place. So I'm just so, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful, like Michael said, for his faithfulness, you know. I'm thankful for his, his patience with me. Um, you know, um, and through all different areas where, you know, he has to grow me, he has to stretch me, he has to mold me in so many different ways. I'm so thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for my marriage with my wife, Sydney. I'm thankful for, like, just the fact that, like, he's kept us. We're, we reached five years this year. Uh, and uh, it's just huge. That's huge for both of us coming from broken families um, where marriage is lost lost all its value um, and in a world where marriage has lost its value just seeing how like through how God has kept us and, and through us putting him in the center and anchoring him there that like we're testifying to the world um, of, of who he is um, and being a, 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 a lighthouse you know to the world around us and uh, so for that I am I'm also truly thankful um, I'm thankful for uh, his provision in our lives in so many ways where he's been faithful and, and just like the moments when you think it's like, oh man, things are being stretched thin and then God just comes through and it's, and it's always so different every single time, but he never fails every single time. He's so faithful and that, and that brings me back to just being thankful for his covenant that we have with him because it's a covenantal relationship and you we're covered in that. We're covered under the blood and we're covered under the promises that he has for us in his word and, and to see that come out um, in our lives and, and to see that even sometimes when your mind doesn't line up with the word <laughs> and, you're, and you start worrying, you start overthinking things, but like even in that, he's so gracious and merciful to still be faithful to his word and that actually brings you back to his word, you know, a lot of times. And so um, just seeing that is just so, so amazing. I'm also thankful for our youth group. I'm thankful for YD Youth. Thankful for having, obviously, we see Haley's here today, and uh, God has, you know, brought her into a place of salvation. But there's so many other youth that we've seen um, just over the course of the year. Just, man, this year has been amazing. I think this was a year of just, like, spiritual breakthroughs as a youth group. Um, 
we reach a place where we never thought we well we wanted to see, but you know sometimes when you're in it, you don't always you don't always see it. You feel like you're just going through it, but like when we actually are able to see what we've been praying for, what we're believing for from the start, um, like we're seeing youth develop into young leaders, you know, giant killers, you know, world changers, and so that's what we're believing for, and that's what we're beginning to see, and so I'm so so grateful for that. Um, and I'm so grateful for the basketball league that we've run um, and how God's been faithful with that. We're going on our two-year anniversary of the basketball league. And, s- man, I could never just – the going back two, three years ago, I could never imagine the lives that are being touched. Like 50% of the league are unchurched kids, unchurched youth that are coming out and hearing the gospel for the first times. And hearing a story I heard one of our coaches – told me this um, a few weeks back that there was one of the players came to them and told them that it made him want to read the Bible. Uh, the huddles, and he was so grateful that he was teaching him the huddles at our halftime huddles. And, and, and just seeing that, just seeing that, that the, there's a hunger, there's a deep hunger and a deep, deep desire inside of this generation. And, and, and just seeing that we're actually seeing now them pulling out pulling out what everything that God has for them and seeing them say yes to him. It's just amazing. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. I could go on for a long time, but yes, I'm so faithful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Amen. Rhoda's is coming up. Oh, Haley. I'll do Haley while you're on the way. Come on up, Rhoda. I'm not going to bore anyone. You've been listening to a lot of people talk about what they're grateful for. And I just want to start off by saying I'm thankful for everyone that's here and how much I've grown. And you guys are my church family and may as well be my second family because I'm here all the time. Every Sunday, every Tuesday, I'm here. I'm always learning. And I just want to say I'm thankful for all of that. And I just want to say a little bit of where I've came from. I was an atheist all my life. I didn't grow up Catholic. I didn't grow up like in a religion-based home like a lot of other people I know have. And uh, so basically what happened was I was in a really bad place like two years ago. Alcohol, drugs, stuff like that. And I just had this major breakthrough where I was like, what am I doing, right? And so I was brought closer to God and he just came in my life and he just waited for me really deep for me the patience that he has is unbelievable and the love that he has is crazy and so actually the other night like a week ago or something I was at my grandparents and I just started crying and weeping and just surrendering to him and I felt it in my heart like just unconditional love for him and I've said like oh I love like Jesus, I love God and stuff. I was just like, I have love for him. But that was like, I love him. I've never felt that before. And I just cried. I was like, I need you. I need you in my life. This is, you're all I need. Like, you're my firm foundation. And I've not had anything better than this. Like, honestly, like he, when you don't have your own family, he is all you need. 
he is your family and the people that also like his children is also your family because all of you guys support me I know that especially the Smiths <laughs> and I'm getting baptized tonight so that's a big thing for me <laughs> anyways I'm gonna bore you Amen. God is good. I just want to say that I'm so thankful to Jesus for rescuing me and for helping me. And every day he protects me from falling. Are you coming up, Ruth, in this ring? Oh, Liz. Um, you know, this is a service, like this is, they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. This is, uh, these times are powerful. Ruth is coming up. Comes up sooner now, but <laughs> it's been a year of physical challenges. However, God is faithful. And I just want to share a little story of something that happened to me last Friday because you know, it's the little things. It's not always the big things, but it's the little things that really show us how God cares. And <coughs> this has never happened to me before, I can honestly say that, but I was driving home from my exercise class <laughs> and I ran out of gas. And my car stopped right in the intersection of Wellington and Sunnyvale, so I was there at the light. And it stopped, it was done. Anyway, I tried to get it into neutral and I couldn't. In the meantime, this gentleman behind me came up and he said, are you needing help? I said, no, I, and I actually, I went out front with my car. And of course, I couldn't do it. <coughs> so he came and he helped me. He pushed the car to the side, so I, at least I got out of the intersection. But then I, you know, he said, well, do you have any gas needs? And I said, no, but I, I will call someone and I'll get help. So I did, I called someone from the church and they said they'd come in a few minutes. So I thought, well, <coughs> I'll just wait here. And in the meantime, I called somebody else because I needed a gas tank and asked them if they had a gas tank with gas in it, and they did. And so, um, anyway, the first person came, and just as she came and parked her truck, this gentleman came back, the one that had helped me, and he came out and had a shiny red little gas thing, and it was filled with five liters of gas, and he said, Merry Christmas, and he just put the gas in my car and he <laughs> so I could get to the gas station. However, something better even happened later that day. Um, I was attending a birthday party for Jesus, which was very important. And anyway, the, the father of this family said, Ruth, give me your keys. I said, no, I'm okay. He said, no, give me your keys. So he went and he filled up my gas tank. So I am so grateful for God's faithfulness in the big and the small things. He certainly, you know, as many of you have said, we go through many trials, many difficult things, but he proves himself faithful in the big and the small. He's so good. Yes. Ben. Hello. Uh, 
thankful for my work visa this year. Um, for the people who don't know me, I'm uh, I'm a foreigner. I'm from France originally, and uh, yeah, I came back in Canada last year, end of 2022. It was a journey, um, but the the second thing I'm thankful for is related to that. It was a journey to listening to God and to go where He tells me to to get that work visa, and it worked. So God has been faithful into that. But the other thing was mostly would be uh, the teaching that Pastor Greg and Pastor Sheila, sorry, Pastor, Pastor Sheila provide on a weekly basis. Jen and I poke each other brain regularly. She's like, did you like church? What he said, what she said. Um, these are simple teachings. We agree. Um, but Greg and Sheila are, they're great at putting them into situation and telling you this is how you apply simple Bible principle into your life. And I'm not promoting the church of Bible, but I'm really thankful for what she said. Even the the previous um, convention we had, new thoughts, new dreams, new visions was how pretty much I got my work visa just because I was having a new mindset, I was having new thoughts. And I went back into construction work, which pays well. I'm thankful for my work. I said I'm going to get benefits next tomorrow. Like for the first time in my life, I'm going to get benefits. I don't. I didn't even ask for it. Just God provided. God provided for the visa. God provided for everything. Just, just an amazing opportunity. Um, so thank you, Jesus. And thank you. There's been a lot of new. Um, new thoughts, new dreams, new ways, and new seasons happening. And I don't believe it's just for last year. I believe it's ongoing and it's going to continue. And um, But it's exciting with different things. Is there anyone else I didn't want to uh, stop anyone? I've, I've got somebody I want to just touch on quick but um, before we do the baptism. But is there anyone else that wants to give thanks? So um, two things for me that are kind of new thoughts, new dreams, new ways. Um, the uh, God helped us with the stronghold of food um, in, in my life. And probably like, well, you weren't that fat. No, I could hide it. But I know what, what size I should be and where I should be. And also my outlook on food and how it controls me. And um, so God dealt with that in me, which was huge because everyone who knows how much I love food. Um, and I still do love food, but I love Jesus more. And it doesn't control me. So I'm thankful for that. And then I'm thankful for Mustafa. He was a pleasant surprise this year. Definitely a new thought. And, um, and it was a real challenge because God had us in a time um, for many don't know, and I'm we, we had to make some sacrificial um, financial things with the church that were already, it was already a sacrifice, and then God asked us to bring Mustafa into our home. So it was not a convenient time, but God doesn't care about that. God cares about people. But um, I budget everything uh, to a T, um, and I was going through the numbers, and I cannot believe how much we were able to give and we had cutbacks, but God, I don't know, even know how he does it, but he does it. You can't outgive God. 
And so I'm thankful that I'm not limited by my job. It's not my source. God's my source. And there's multiple ways he can get it to you through favor, through, but it's that covenant. It's putting him first. It's honoring him first with the first fruits. If you do that, God will open the windows of heaven and supply in ways that you wouldn't expect. So thankful for a year where we've been able to see that. And, um, and I'm excited about this next season we're coming into and coming into this new year um, with the church because I believe uh, one word is, uh, it's or not one word, but one focus that we really feel is we're trying to build. And that doesn't mean a building, although a building could be in that. But it's you build your people before you build your steeple. And, um, and it's a time to build. And there are things that are being built. But I believe there's going to be a greater momentum in that. And, and a lot more that is going to be happening. And people are going to be positioned. And you're going to be, you're going to be doing more. So be hearing God on what he wants you to do. Because it, it, the, the, like winning the lost... And the job that we're called to do is not going to be done with little effort. It costs Jesus everything. And we, we have to get past the, oh, it's so hard. It's not, it's, a, it's an honor. And it's not hard. It, it's, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. What is hard is when we live for ourselves and we live a selfish life that doesn't give us anything in return. Because things you do for God are life-giving. And as hard as it is and the things you lay down for it, God always gives you far more back than you could receive. Think about all the things that you tried to get on your own or you thought, I deserve this, I deserve this. And I call it the diminishing return. You chase those things, you chase those things, and the return is less and less and less. It's not more. Addiction is a diminishing return. It just, you have to do more to get less. But when you do it with God and you put him first, as much as he asks you to sacrifice sometimes, there's always more he gives you than you get back. So this year, we're sowing Pastor Sheila to Kenya, Africa for, I think, 17 days. That's all we're giving them to her, uh, her for. But um, it's not a convenient time for her to go. Um, but it's never going to be a convenient time. Financially, no, it's $5,000. Do we have it as a church? No. But I believe God's going to put it on people's hearts, and we're going to be able to do that. But we're sowing a seed, so I, I believe that what we need to look at for this year is we're sowing a seed into souls beyond even what we're doing now. And this Kenya-Africa trip is, is that launch of missions, the missions arm, the things that we're going to do um, even outside of this world. We're breaking a barrier, and we're going to more souls. And so, and I believe the, the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So that's why you sow a seed, because your seed is what meets your need. And sometimes we eat our seed instead of planting it. One time I was in Bible school, and I had no money for the next semester. And God gave me $100 from someone and said, it's for your Bible school. And I was going to go put it on. And God says, no, I want you to sew that on your friend's bill. 
like, what? So I went into the secretary, and she's like, oh, you're bringing money in for your bill? I said, no, this $100 is for Carson's bill. She's like, okay, um, you have a big bill. But you know, that has to end. I'm like, I'm sowing my seed for someone else. And guess what? My whole bill was paid within, I can't remember, it was a few days before. I have multiple stories like that. But that's what we have to see is, is if where our heart is. And um, you don't say, uh, you know, I don't have this to give. God looks at what you have and, and takes you from there. But you sometimes we just we have to sow in faith. And so um, I just want to bring it a scripture quick, and then we're going to go right into the baptism, and we're going to um, celebrate with uh, Maureen and, and Haley. Um, but it, it, this is what it says in Romans 8, or 10, verse 8. We're going to start. It says, the word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. That if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Amen? And so this whole walk that we're doing is by faith, and it starts by believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth. And so this year, there's going to be a lot of, watch what you're saying, because you're creating your future by your words. You will be justified, and by your words, you'll be condemned. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. When Jesus said, don't worry about your life, remember he's talking about that? He said, don't worry about your life saying what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we saying? What are you speaking? Because out of your heart, you've got to allow God to put that faith in your heart. And if it's not there yet, Pastor Jill and I have learned we don't say anything. We lock ourselves in the room or we don't talk to each other. And we wait till we can get God's thoughts on it before we start talking. Because we've done the talk where we didn't have God's thoughts. And we ate a bunch of mess because we spoke words that broke down and destroyed instead of built. It's a building year. We're moving forward. We're building. And so let's be mindful of that because all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen? And then this is what it says for everyone. Um, it says, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one in whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? So here we see the whole church in action. We've, we've got to be speaking. We've got to be supporting one another. We've got to be making sure discipleship. Like, look at Maureen. Maureen's here because Carrie didn't shut up about Jesus. And Maureen will probably tell you about it. I'm not going to steal her thunder. But Haley, people came into her life, and they just believed. And they believed that Jesus had something more. Mustafa, I know, with his sister, he gave his testimony here. You know, they are people. How will they know unless you preach? 
unless we, we get in people's lives. And that's what this is all about. And this year, we're going to grow in that more and more and more because one thing we have not seen is we have not seen enough souls saved. God wants his house full. And sheep produce sheep. Amen? And so we're going to see that more, and I believe, but I believe sowing into Africa is a seed that is going to unlock that. So I want everyone to pray about what God do you want me to sow? What is it, the seed you want me to sow? That's all he'll tell you. And whatever comes in above and beyond the 5,000, we are keeping in a missions budget for future missions because we've got Mexico, we've got different things that we can do. There are, we've got lots of connections for missions, but we're going to be sending teams now. It's time to not just do barriers. We're going to be, do beyond barriers. Amen? So it's exciting. So we're going to let the, um, the two, uh, Haley and Maureen, go, and with Daniel and Aaron, they're going to take you to where you're going to get ready. And so what we do, so yeah, you guys go now. Um, what we do Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.